Welcome to Rise Up and Fix It, podcast dedicated to empowering women. A podcast that empowers women and the marginalized community by helping them tap into their creativity. I'm the writer of the book, The Secrets of Becoming a Boss Bitch with a Heart of Gold. I'm a photographer, filmmaker, and producer. People know me as Ms. Monday. My co-host is Ina Karapkina. She's an actress whose work you might know from films such as Dawn of the Dead and Transformers. She's also the founder and the creative director of Jewel Branding Studios. We have combined our talents and ideas to share tips and techniques on how our listeners can change life for good. Welcome to our podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about closing the deal and how sometimes we can stand in our own way of closing that deal by sabotaging and resisting success. Welcome to episode 10. I could see why some women avoid going on camera and they just want to record in their PJs. Totally. <laughs> so much pressure to look beautiful. <laughs> oh, right? It's growing on me. Yeah. Because we advertised me as blonde. Hair color. In the end, it doesn't matter. It's the message that we're sending. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to yeah. just You remind me of uh, strawberry shortcake. So cute. Do you like? <laughs> cool. Okay, so welcome back to another episode of Rise Up and Fix It. Today's episode is pretty exciting because we're on camera. Yes, for the first time ever. Are you nervous? Um, a little bit. Yeah, a little jittery. It's new. It's something new for us to to be on camera finally. Feels nice though. Like, it does. Yeah, we're, we're showing our listeners what we look like and also like the environment where we record all our podcasts. We've learned a lot recording the last nine, and this is episode ten, the finale of this season. Today's episode is about closing the deal, and it's ironic and, and so suitable because we are closing this season, these 10 episodes. This is our last one. Yeah. There's so many women out there that don't know how to close the deal. So what a wonderful topic to end on. What does closing the deal mean to you? Like when you say there's a lot of women that can't close the deal, what, do you, what have you seen in the past as an example? I think women self-sabotage a lot. Um, we have a tendency, I mean, not all women, but there's a lot of women and a, a lot of people in general that, you know, have ambitions, have goals, have a drive, have all these ideas that they want to achieve or they want to do things. But then when the opportunity is there and it's right in front of their face, they sabotage it. And they don't believe they're worthy of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we can sabotage in intimate relationships. Yeah, we can sabotage in business relationships, in friendships. So uh, for me, sabotage is aiming for a goal. And just when you are ready to receive all that you've desired and all that you've worked so hard towards, there's something in you that says, I'm not worthy. I don't deserve this. And subconsciously, it is it is such a subtle thing. We do something that stops us from getting that good thing in our life. Totally. Yeah. What do you believe is the reason for that? Fear. What we said in episode one, when you succeed, it's something new. 
you haven't experienced that success before. So with that comes a lot of unknown. You mm -hmm. have to step into the unknown and deal with that success. It's a lot of responsibility to be successful. Mm -hmm. And it, again, it's so suitable that we're talking about this because this is episode 10. We're about to release our message. We're very passionate about what we're talking about, but what we've been saying might be misconstrued. Some people mis might misunderstand us. And mm -hmm. when you put yourself out there, it comes with a lot of responsibility, totally. but also with the knowledge that someone is going to criticize your message. Somebody's yeah. not going to like what we're saying. And mm -hmm. so you have to step into that unknown and trust that what we're saying comes from a good place and that we're here to help women. And get uncomfortable. Yeah. Like that's part of the process, I think, is like we love to live in comfort. You have that little bubble that you feel good and safe in. So stepping out and putting yourself out there yeah. is like a whole new... It's a new world. Yeah, right? it's a new experience. It's happened to me before what I've sabotaged intimate relationships mm -hmm. where you're dating someone and you do something that stops that relationship from progressing further because there's a part of them that gets to know this person and then this fear kicks in. They don't allow themselves to go to the next level of the intimate relationship because it's the unknown mm -hmm. and no one's ever good enough for them yeah. so if we go back to what you were just talking about relationships like why people why do we sabotage, sabotage? Or, yeah i think for me um it's not just fear i think that has to do a lot about your upbringing and how your home was when you were a child because i think when your brain starts developing as a child and as you grow into your teenage life and then you become an adult a lot of patterns are developed based on how you're treated as a child for sure so there's um, a healing journey and an understanding and I think as long as you're aware of your sabotaging then you can overcome it but a lot of people don't even understand or even see that they're sabotaging right they're dragging their past patterns their past bad behaviors into their future selves Totally. Yeah. Like, say if you were ignored as a child, you're going to believe that you are someone who deserves to be ignored. Or you like, seek out other relationships based. that has that familiar pattern. You seek out a mate who doesn't really listen to you or really doesn't respect you. Totally. And you associate that with love because that's was a child to you that meant love because that was your relationship within your family dynamic. Yeah, so yeah. that's why it's so hard to break out of the pattern. Like it's really your subconscious mind always bringing you back to what is familiar. So what happens is that you're like, I wanna change, I wanna do this, I wanna do this. But then your brain goes, wait a second, that's not who you are. You're, you are this person, you deserve this. And so it takes a lot of effort and to see that and recognize it. Cause I think what happens is, when you are in this vicious cycle of bad relationships, it's just a pattern that needs to be broken. Because I came from a family where I was listened to, I was respected, my parents like praised all of their kids. Like they gave us so much love, respect. And so my journey has been relatively easy not easy. I'm not going to say like listeners, it's not easy. I've worked my ass off. But I mean, like I haven't had a lot of um, blockages or things I had to work through because I had so much confidence. And so that's why I believe like as a parent, it's so important to 
give so much encouragement and just to build the confidence and love your children so much. Just, and then if you are aware of the things that you sabotage, then you obviously have to work through it. And that's a healing journey, right? But I believe that's one of the reasons why I was manifesting and creating based on my foundation. So it was an, maybe a slightly easier journey right. than someone who's had a lot of trauma. But you can persevere and you can become a better person if you've had a, a not the best upbringing, just as long as you you understand your resistance, like you understand what's holding you back. Yeah, right? you bring awareness to it and you work through it. So if you see a certain pattern where you don't finish a project or you keep on getting into relationships that are toxic or you can't seem to find a mate that's there for you that respects you, then you have to look at yourself. Totally. You can't constantly blame someone else if there's a pattern there. Mm -hmm. a constant pattern yeah there's a journey that needs to happen a, a self-healing journey where you break that addiction almost you're addicted to the emotions that rise up within that pattern mm -hmm. i'm reading this wonderful book right now by dr joe dispenza I it's love called him. oh my god i love him so much uh, becoming supernatural and he talks about the idea of dragging your past into your future because you are living your life and it becomes predictable. And part of that predictability is the thoughts that cause a similar emotions. So if you see yourself constantly feeling the same thing over and over again and thinking the same thing over and over again, and you don't bring much awareness to it, that basically paves your future. Your mm -hmm. road is paved. But as soon as you get into a place where you are no one, nowhere, in no time, you're just this being full of potential you have the opportunity to create a new future that doesn't come with the baggage of the past. And so it's it's such an em empowering book, such an inspiring book. I highly recommend it. And um, he's, yeah. he's amazing. He is amazing. I've listened to a lot of his YouTube talks. He's all over YouTube. He's been interviewed a million times. And every time I listen to it, I feel so empowered. He's life-changing. For sure. Yeah. And what I love about him is that he brings the science to the forefront of all his messages. It's not just like, ooh, spiritual, let's just close our eyes and, and meditate. He actually goes into th how the brain functions, the different brain waves that you hit through meditation and frequency that your body exudes when you get into that state of gratefulness and feeling love. Mm -hmm. And then you are creating a future from that frequency. You're not creating it from those base emotions of fear and hatred. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get it. Actually, that's funny that you bring that up. I had a project that I was working on with a girlfriend. I'm not going to name her, but um, it fell through and we worked a lot on it. But she kept harping and focusing on this idea of sabotage, which is funny because we're talking about it. Yeah. And her whole life had been in a situation where she'd been in situations where um, things didn't work out with girls. She always had these issues with girls and she always like didn't trust girls. And I came into the picture and we worked on a project and I literally was like, no, 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 don't worry. I'm like, I'm a go-getter. I'm going to make stuff happen. She ended up sabotaging the whole project. Like she ended up like, I'm not going to get into detail, but it was like she was so focused on the sabotage and then she created it. Right. It was almost like um, she was setting herself up for failure because she was so focused on the failure. So obviously it's good that we're talking about this. It's good to be aware of the sabotage or being aware how to open and close a deal, right? Yeah. If you're able to understand that you that you are the co-creator of your life and you are becoming 
what belief you have of yourself, then then that is a good thing, right? But if you're going to believe that everyone's sabotaging you or everyone's hurting you or everyone's like going to break your heart or everyone... They're going to prove you right. If that's yeah. what you believe, they're going to prove you right. That's yeah. the world. Like for me, I have a history of sabotaging myself by not finishing. I've got the oh, finishing projects. I've got the shiny, shiny <laughs> object syndrome and you've called me on it. You got yeah. upset with me on it. And what I love about our relationship and... Um, working with you is that you are my co-creator but you also are my accountability partner so it's it's getting into a relationship a business relationship creative relationship with someone who sees your blocks calls you on them but in a loving way Mm -hmm. and and then I have to come into the picture and observe the blocks and go yes she's right I gotta step up Mm -hmm. and so there's an awareness that has to come on both both ends yeah and you've called me too I've called you on (laughs) stuff too yeah that's a a loving relationship and that's the honesty and the respect that is something that a lot of people lack they're quiet they don't speak up hold a grudge and then that it explodes yeah do you feel like you've had relationships with other co-creators other women you've curated with where that exploded for you yep it's a female thing a lot of women have a tendency to hold things in Mm -hmm. it's happened to me in the past where I was in a relationship or working with someone and they weren't being honest with me we were working together on a project but they had a, a different intention and I thought we were building something you know I had a specific idea in mind where we're going and it veered direction because they had a different project that they were working on, mm-hmm. right? And that's fine. It was kind of annoying to me because at the end I was like, I wish you had been honest with me right up from the get-go because I would have been prepared for what happened, right? So I feel like women, if we are able to be honest and respect each other, the world would be a better place if we were all able to speak up. Yeah. You know, my book, the Boss Bitch book, is all about being bitchy. It's about speaking your mind, being honest, standing up, being confident and you do that um, and I love it I've learned from you like uh-huh. I see you you're, oh, you're like so sweet. you're like I'm like wow that I love your energy when it comes out and you're like I'm not gonna put up with that you know I love that Ina about you you know thank you well not all women appreciate that I've had work situations and work environments that I have stepped into and I'm a very passionate person I do everything a hundred percent like I don't hold back if I I want to do my job right I want to do it correctly and I've been in work environments where women other women don't respect that don't appreciate that and they're threatened by that threatened for and sure. so they sabotage me yeah. which is it's heartbreaking because I'm not doing it for myself I was in a situation where I was doing my absolute best for the organization mm-hmm. and it hurts we, it hurts it yeah. really hurts and so we're not going to make too much progress as a species if we women don't team up together and really fix things because if we're going to be constantly catty towards each other and not support one another we can't make progress in this world like we got to unite so so on that topic i'm sorry to cut you off that's okay but like women are now in the workforce women are now working we're taking on a lot more responsibility in the past we were mostly the caregivers at home and men have learned to work together right so 
I mean, men have been the breadwinners. They've yeah. always been the ones that go out to fight for the family. They come together. They support each other. And it's like we talked about it in another episode as well, like the bro code, right? Yeah. There isn't such thing for women. We're catty. We hurt each other. We sabotage one another. We get We're jealous. Je- oh, my oh, my God. Yeah. Girl, yeah. why? Because, like, why? Yeah. Like, we need to help each other. That's what I love about you know, being on this podcast with you and just spreading this message of love and creation and positivity. It's all about women's empowerment. Let's come together. If we can support each other and understand that there's enough for everyone. Yeah. Like the fact that you were, you know, that you were, you know, bringing so much to this organization. I know we don't have to name the company that you're yeah. working for. And then the women that sabotage behind your back we, and hurt you. Yeah, we could have worked together and made beautiful things. Like if we actually teamed up, we could have created so much better product, better yeah. things. Um, yeah. I feel like that too with like every, even my other projects, like the girls that I had fallout with was mostly because they weren't honest. They were maybe jealous or they were, yeah, their insecurity. There was something there that was blocking them or, or self-interest. Yeah. Self-interest and not wanting to see another person succeed. But the thing is, is I'm looking for us all to rise together. It's not that I need to be, you know, in the limelight. It's like, let's all go. Like, girlfriend, I'm going to help you. You help me. I scratch your back. Like, we're going to come together. Guys, they'll they'll hash it out. They'll help each other. If they have an issue, they'll bring it up. They'll go have beers. They'll talk it out. They'll they'll figure out a solution, right? They're, they're very logical, right? Yeah, we're very emotional. We're yeah. emotional. Yeah. And we get insecure and we, we get catty. And it's like, but no, 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 honey. It's not about that. It's about like, let's see if, if if we were to change the narrative, if we were able to support one another, if you, when you see a, a woman and you think about, okay, who is this woman? How can I help her bring, you know, bring home the bacon? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how can I help her rise up? How can I help, you know, if we all looked at women like that, like if we looked at everyone as if like we were all there to help one another, what an amazing place we would live in. Yeah. This world would be amazing if we all helped each other. For sure. Especially yeah. women helping women. Yeah. Right? We live in a very interesting time where the way women operate, the way women look at the world and the opportunities that are coming our way and the opportunity to be vocal is changing the dynamic between us and men. Mm-hmm. And so before the man was a breadwinner and the woman was a housewife, which is such a commendable, important job, b- big job, something that wasn't, we weren't paid for it. Our mm-hmm. mothers, our grandmothers weren't paid to be housewives. It's a uh, hard it's job. A, it's too. a hard job. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a job. If you were to pay for everything a woman does in a household, it would be a, a really good salary. Mm-hmm. And if we are in our Athena power, the warrior goddess, which is beautiful, we cannot forget our Aphrodite. We cannot forget our feminine. Yes. And I think a lot of women are struggling with that because they're so, and I, I speaking for myself, like when I decided to have a career after being a stay at home mom for so long and just auditioning and acting here and there, th- I had to find a balance between being with my family, being with my kids and pursuing a career and all my creative projects. It's two different ways of thinking and operating. You have to put one aside and become the other. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a it's a very hard balance. Yeah. Especially if you are a stay at home mom. And that's such a hard job. It is. Like I know when I mean, I'm able to step away right now because I have someone watching my son. But I know that like when I am with him, it is 
it's lovely. I love him to death. Yeah. But wow, do they they take it's like being in an abusive relationship. <laughs> you know, like you're constantly like having to deal with someone, like putting up with tantrums and dealing with being, you know, getting your hair pulled and you're know, you're like okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the but terrible too. They God. take it out of you for sure. Totally. Yeah. But I respect women who decide to stay home. That's amazing. Yeah. But going back to like a topic of sabotage or closing and opening the deal, like we're going to talk a little bit about business too, because I think that's like good for our, for our listeners. But like, you know, there's so much opportunity out there. So if you are a woman and you're looking to get into the workforce or you are in the workforce and you realize that you might be sabotaging yourself or your potential, you got to, you got to face that. Talking to another girlfriend of mine a couple of days ago and she's a writer and she was saying how, you know, she was sabotaging herself all the time. Like she never felt like she was good enough. And actually I felt like that too as a writer. Like there's, I mean, I just finally, but you know what it is? So there's different ways that people sabotage. And I felt like I had this, I have a bit of like a perfectionism issue where I believe that I need to produce everything perfectly. Mm. Like, and that is my sabotage. So I know that that is something that I'm working on right now because of like, there's different, there's different types. Yeah. And there's different words for sabotage. I think here we're dealing with resistance. You're yes. resisting, accepting the fact that you are a good writer. Yes. And what we believe is the reality. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm coming to terms with that. And I've now finally I feel like I I healed and I've gone through that and I'm like I'm owning it now. Like I'm Good. you know what I No doubt. No yeah, doubt. no doubt. Like this is one life. Keep going. Do what you yeah. love. If that's something that you want to do and that's something I wanted to do. I wanted to complete. I really wanted to write a book and I did it. And I'm so excited for us to write our book cuz we're going to write a book too. Listeners, Ina and I are actually working on a book together. I know there's a million projects <laughs> that we're talking about in every episode. Talk about multitasking. <laughs> um, yeah, we're good at that, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would love to give some value to our listeners. Like, how do we fix resistance? How do we stop resisting? How do we stop from sabotaging ourselves? What are the signs, the clear, clear signs that we are stopping ourselves from achieving the greatest good? Mm -hmm. And... um, for me, for me, the learning lesson has been to find an accountability partner like you who calls me on my <laughs> crap. Okay. And also, again, going back to the, the first couple of episodes, meditating, yeah. just because then you witness the patterns. I've been witnessing patterns in my life. This is what I've learned from my journey as an artist of, of not completing projects, not achieving the goals that I've set out to achieve. I think you know, you know deep down inside that you're supposed to do something or you want to do something and you you purposely pull yourself back you know like maybe it's you want to go talk to that guy or maybe you want to write that email or apply for that job or you want to do that task or you want to complete that task someone who completes right and if you see the pattern that you're not doing that then you need to know that that's something you want to change and that's something you consciously you're, change it. Yeah, you have to be aware of it and then try to push yourself. So it's about getting uncomfortable. Let's bring back to what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast about being uncomfortable, like versus living in comfort, right? Comfort in is the easy. familiar. Yeah, fa- yeah, the familiar way of operating is easy. It's so you easy. Push to, yourself past that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so easy to just like hide or pull back and not, not complete. But it, there's such a satisfaction when you persevere and you go that extra step and you get that done, you complete a task. And I think 
the way I've done it, I know that you and I do this too. We create like to-do lists and we, we figure out what needs to be completed. And I think if you don't look at the big picture, because I think that might be one reason why a lot of people stop too, is because they look at the big picture and they get scared. Overwhelmed. There yeah. is overwhelming. They're like, whoa, how am I going to get there? And it's like, no, no, no. Let's think about the small steps. Sometimes just, you know, just slowly achieving it is better than, you know, getting there quickly, you know, just preparing yourself. Like say, for example, you want to start running or working out at the gym, right? Maybe it's just as much as putting on running shoes, you know, and consistently every day. Yeah. Maybe not. It's not about running. It's just starting. Like, Mm -hmm. what is it like getting your head into a new space and getting comfortable with it and then slowly growing and getting better and better and better until you're actually out running and then doing the tasks that you wanted to to achieve. Small, tiny steps towards the direction. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I feel like the best way to build really good habits, and this has worked for me, is starting with doing something physical like setting goals within getting fit. Yeah. And so you actually get feedback when you put in that consistent workout schedule and you see the results on your own body, then you start to get confident and go, okay, like there's a consistency to me putting in the time and what I get back out of it. So then I could do the same thing with other things in life. So, but if you're physically capable, start working out and build yourself a routine. Get a trainer if you can. Like they Mm -hmm. will be your accountability partner. Earlier you said there's some people that are really good at opening Mm -hmm. and then they are terrible at closing the deal. Like you have a couple of girlfriends who've been dating and they get into a nice relationship and then for some reason she just can't get that guy to commit. There's something that she's doing or she herself suddenly gets cold feet Mm-hmm. and doesn't want to commit like in projects i've seen it with friends who start scripts together the film projects together and they're working and putting in those hours and then it, it comes time to pitch the project and they're in front of the decision makers mm-hmm. and th- my friend's partner would go and sabotage it by just behaving really negatively or just not responding to feedback or the the ego kicks in and Mm -hmm. has to win i mean that's a huge part of resistance and sabotage is the ego this this idea that i have to be right Mm -hmm. i have to be important Mm -hmm. it's difficult be humble it's yeah yeah being humble is is hard but but through business what i've learned and what can benefit anyone that listens to this is like how how do you open and close a deal how do you land that client i find this is a, a very important topic obviously you have to work through the sabotage first so make sure you're you're not sabotaging yourself because there's no point in even trying to do business if you're going to be sabotaging it right but if you feel like you are ready to now approach business contacts and approach investors and approach people or work with people or sell a product how do you know you're winning you know you're winning when your customer is thanking you. You're closing the deal is when your customer is thanking you to work with them. Like they want to work with you because they appreciate you and the value that you're bringing to the table. And how do we do that? So it's about giving value and, you know, giving. People don't realize that in business. They just want to make the money. They just want to close the deal. They just want to walk away with the prize without actually putting in the effort or the value into the project. So in business, what I've found works is that you show them your value. You show up with confidence, with 
an awareness and an understanding and compassion for your client. Consumer, I don't know if you're selling a product or you're providing a service or a package or whatever it is, is that you give them enough value that they respect you and they want to work with you. Happy to give you their money. Then you know you're golden. That's how you close the deal. If you are just selling a product and you're just putting it out there and saying, hey, buy this product, but you're not really providing value attached to that product, you're probably going to fail. And there is like tactics. I mean, there's salesmen tactics of like, you know, saying certain things or, you know, trying to convince someone. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you are appreciated and loved. So I find in business, promise big, but then deliver and deliver good. I can't emphasize enough how annoying it is if you're trying to do business with someone, they're promising all these things. And then, you know, they come back and say, hey, well, actually, um, this isn't, uh, you know, like, oh, we changed the, you know, the policy now, you're not going to be getting this, you're getting that instead. It's like, no, 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 that's, that's gonna like ruin your relationship. But then what makes you stand out is the value that you bring. If you can provide a client give them a little taste for free, but also be very open about what you're charging and provide enough. That's kind of the hook. That's going to sell. If someone's really serious and they want to invest in you, once they feel that value, they will be excited about it. Like we just talked to someone that potentially we're going to work with maybe with the podcast and we're still not sure if we're going to go that route, but they gave us a lot of value. And that is what sold me on it, right? But at the end of the day, it comes down to the price, right? So the value is what's going to sell you. So if it doesn't work out, it's just because usually there's a reason. Yeah, what's meant to be is meant to be for sure. But that is how you obtain more clients is providing a lot of insight right off the bat. Because then they look at you and they respect you and they're like, wow, if this person's giving me this much right now for free, what are they going to do? when I pay them or wow, I have this much respect for them because they've done this and this and this. Like when I do films or video or um, photography, yeah, yeah, photo shoots, I present usually a storyboard, a mood board, and I put a lot of effort into that. That's like hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I pitch that to a client and I'll show them, listen, this is our vision. This is what will come together. This is the package. This is who I'm working with. This is who we're going to be on set. This is why it costs as much money. And so we bring that value and then they see that like focused keeping your eye on the prize like if you want a client you got to focus on I want that client I want that business how am I gonna keep them from going to the the next guy you really stay focused on following up it's like keeping the attention of the client I think that's a lesson for our listeners we've hit a lot of points on closing the deal is there anything that you think we're missing closing the deal versus sabotage and resistance There's all these different ways. So say, for example, like we go back to the beginning where we talked about like if you were not listened to as a child and then now all of a sudden you're trying to, you know, you're trying to do a presentation and pitch a product in front of a large audience. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm not worthy of being listened to. You feel like a phony. Listen, listeners, no one's a phony out there. You can do and be and morph into whoever you want to be. If you want to be amazing at something if you want to be the best at something you can do it don't feel like you're a phony i guess a a constructive way to say it is do little things that add up that make you feel like a confident authority 
which mm-hmm. is the opposite of phony. Yeah. And then the phony is going to be just, it's going to disintegrate. It's, it's an illusion in your mind. Yeah. You, you are already an authority. You just have to believe it. Yeah. But to believe it, you have to do the action step by step that allow you to feel that way. There's that term, fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, the faking it is just doing the actions, going through the motion. So like for us, when we started the podcast, it was such a, a rough go. Like the yeah. first episode didn't work out. We had to re, 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 record, uh, record it. it. And then there's a learning curve. Every time we sit down, there's just more and more that we learn. And so now I can confidently say we're a podcasters. When we first started, we're like, are we a podcasters? Mm-hmm. Never done this before. But, but now, the more we show up and the more we record and edit and create imagery and create the message and share it, we, we become it. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to become listeners? Who do you want to be in life? Do the little steps, do the little actions to become that. When I started my business, or when I started, you know, when I decided to become a photographer, I was, you know, financially in debt, I was working my ass off, I was building my brand. And I think anyone that gets into business goes into debt for the first little bit, right? And you have to hustle and persevere and go through that. And then before you know it, you are that you become what your dream is. And then all of a sudden, everything falls into place, pushing past the resistance, like, understanding that it's there to pull you back to the comfort zone but going that extra step put trust that it will all come together yeah you got to put in the time you got to put in the work yeah and that's what makes you the authority you can't sit back and wish oh i'm gonna be successful like you (laughs) actually have to put in the work yeah and that's what makes you confident totally This season was all about getting to know us and our process and our journey. Uh, We hope you relate in some way and found some value. Next season, we're going to be bringing guests that in a way reiterate in their own words, in their own way, the message that we've been sharing and they will share their journey and hopefully their journey inspires you to pursue your next creative endeavor. Yes, we have some amazing guests lined up and it's all going to be on video. So yes. this is exciting. So Our pretty faces. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, yeah, it's exciting to be like finally out there and, and letting you guys see us and, you know, getting more intimate with us, like learning more about us and stuff like that. And we hope to grow our brand and we hope you guys resonate also we have we're pretty pumped because we're working on our website yes it might be live by the time you guys hear this podcast we have some merch up there so if you guys are interested in like supporting us obviously right now we're we're doing this from the heart but if you guys want to buy a hat a hoodie you know there's lots of cool stuff on there yeah for sure support the women's empower movement yes definitely support the Women's empowerment <laughs> movement. Let's all rise up together, ladies. And women, fix it. Yeah, rise up and fix it. Um, women's empowerment. We're doing it. Let's do it together. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned and we'll let you know when our next season's out. And then sign up for our mailing list. We'll keep you updated with what's happening in our lives, who our next guests are, when the next podcast is coming out. And you'll get our newsletter. It's going to be really cool. We're all about building a community of women that are all ready to rise together. Love it. Love it. All right. Stay tuned. And peace out. Later. Bye. This episode was brought to you by life. It's an adventure, girls. So grab it by the balls and let's go. Yeah. <laughs>
Everything we say on the show are our personal opinions and ideas. We are experts in our own experiences. Yes, if we say something that sparks questions here, or if you want us to expand on anything we discuss here, feel free to reach out or comment in the section below or direct message us depending on what platform you are on, and we will try to answer when we can. Welcome to Rise Up and Fix It, a podcast dedicated to empowering women. A podcast that empowers women and the marginalized community by helping them tap into their creativity.